Hello and welcome to our All Out Review. I am Mike Fenn. I'm joined as always by Brad Hardcastle. Brad, how you doing? I am excellent. I'm buzzing still. I I don't have enough adjectives to describe how I'm feeling right now. It, it, it was an amazing night. I'm still feeling it this morning. I love pro wrestling. Uh, absolutely. That was, and I can say confidently, um, my favorite pay-per-view of all time. Like, top to bottom, favorite pay-per-view. Yeah. I, they're, like, uh, so, some of the Kenny Omega Wrestle Kingdoms were, mm-hmm. those main events were transcendent for me. Like, the greatest matches I've ever seen. But like single matches picked out of a show, but like top to bottom, pacing, how it was laid out, the decisions of who won. Like this is the greatest pay-per-view I've ever seen. Yeah. It was amazing. And uh I haven't felt this excited about a pay-per-view probably since Wrestle Kingdom eleven. Yeah. Yeah, I uh the show ended at about twelve o'clock last night. I didn't go to bed until three just because I just wanted to read about people's reactions. I wanted to watch people's reactions. I was just thinking about it. I was, just, I couldn't get enough. When I looked and saw that it was three in the morning, I was shocked because <laughs> before the pay-per-view even started, I had to brew myself a cup of coffee. I, I was at a wedding this weekend, so I was dead tired. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to make it through this pay-per-view. Um, I brewed a cup of coffee. I was, I was dead to the world, and I was, I was up late. I got like five hours of sleep. Yeah, I couldn't sleep either. It was like the opposite of doom scrolling. Like when you go on Twitter and just read all the bad stuff, I was just reading everyone's super excited reactions and stuff. And oh my god, yeah. And I have to say, I got to get it out of the way early. There was a a tiny bit of doom scrolling this morning and that not in the bad way. It was a very nuanced discussion, but it is, uh, it is a criticism that I do feel the need. I should say it because you can't always just heap all the praise without giving the criticism. And that's that this, uh, pay-per-view was exceedingly, well, I mean, I can't say exceedingly white because there was a lot of, Lucha Bros did win. That was cool, but mm-hmm. the the black content or the black wrestlers in AEW is severely lacking. The ones yes. they have aren't on the show, so you sign these guys, you don't use them, and when they do use them, it's like we see them on TV once every two months in a yeah, match. For sure. So I think that's where they need to do better. And I saw, like, still the greatest pay per view I've seen in my life. But the greatest anything I've seen in my life can always be better. And yeah, I, nothing's perfect, so you can always yeah uh, work to get better. Like the my favorite thing in the world would still be better if it had better representation. Yes, so that's how exactly. I see it. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're hiring, if you're hiring the very best people in any field, it's gonna be a divide a divide a a diverse group of people. If you're truly hiring the very best people in a field, it's going to be diverse. That's how yes. the world works. That's how our brains work. That's how mm-hmm. humanity works. Yes. So to say like, oh, they're all white because you only hire the best people. Well, no, 
because that's not <laughs> if yeah. you're hiring all white you're not hiring all the best people for sure yeah. So I'll I'll leave it there, and I think they really just need to have a few more people backstage putting together the shows that aren't white, and I think that's I think that's the key here because they have the talent, they're just not using them. Yeah, for sure. All right, moving now, moving back on that. That's uh, they need the constructive criticism first. Get that shit out of the way. Yeah. Now I gotta now I gotta gush about this fucking show because my lord. Yeah, I. I know we like to build up the shows, but uh, I mean, I'm sure people listening to this have already watched it, but I told you that I was going to die if they did what they did last night and Minoru Suzuki and uh, Brian Danielson uh, debuted. So this is probably the last the, show we'll do together because I'll be dead. There were two ghosts related mm-hmm. to the show. Yeah. And one was you and one was Adam Cole. Yes. Yes. You're talking to my spirit right now because my soul left my body last night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sad I missed that reaction. Oh man! Uh, well, well, Brad, I'll save my reaction for it when we get to it. But yes, man. yeah, I it watched the uh, I watched the first hour by myself, and then Brad logged on to do our own personal watch along mm-hmm. uh, after the first three matches, and uh, I kind of wanted to see the tears myself. Yeah, but... just think of the CM Punk fan, and that was me when, when yeah. showed up. <laughs> All right, so this first match, I did not expect this to be the first match. I'm so happy that it was. This was Eddie versus Miro. It was exactly as it should have been. Um, this was an AJ, an AJPW match. Yes, um, for sure. Yeah. This is All Japan Pro Wrestling. This was King's Road. This mm-hmm. was fucking Masawa versus Kawada. Mm-hmm. This was... This is amazing. Two, and two beefy dudes beating the hell out of each other. Yeah, they just and uh a contra a contrast to the to the to the match after this one. This one was uh a little more I mean, it's hard to distinguish it, but like King's Road versus strong style of the New Japan. Like one's a little more striking, one's a little more Drop you on, on your, your head. head. Yeah. <laughs> and this was the drop you on your head match of uh, yes. of Japanese wrestling. And I couldn't get enough of it. It didn't go any longer than it had to. We got oh. the machine gun chops, which I like. Right at the that, start, which was awesome. <laughs> yeah, the machine gun chops, which is... Who started the machine gun? Was that Kawada or... Uh, yeah, because that's what I used to always call them, was just Kawada chops. So Okay, yeah. Kawada chops and now they're Kojima chops. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a nice little shout out to the match coming up right yeah. afterwards, which was cool. Um, Kingston wore the redeem these nut shirt, which is a hilarious shirt, but I would never wear it. <laughs> no, as a, as a grown adult, I cannot wear that shirt. It's yeah. funny. I appreciate it. Frame it and put it up in your house. Yeah. I couldn't see um, myself wearing that shirt to like pick my kid up at school or something, but <laughs> <laughs> they they did tease the flash knockout in this, which mm-hmm. I'll take it. It yeah. wasn't the finish, but I'll take it. It was uh, Kingston goes eye to eye with Miro and just starts throwing hands, and Miro hits him with one elbow, and Kingston drops. It's like mm-hmm. <gasps> perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I needed that. I need. Yeah. He did. A, he did a little again. A little Kawada there. That's mm-hmm. uh, that's Kawada's game. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved that 
I believe we are going to. Do you mind turning down your mic a little bit? I don't know whose it is. I'm just hearing a little that, echo of myself is that every better? once in a while. I don't know if that's just a a little artifact glitch in the mm-hmm. program. I probably had it up for the show last from night. last night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved how the the ref influenced this match, but in a way that made sense. Yeah. Like Bryce Remsburg is a goody two shoes. So when Miro ripped off the uh the turnbuckle pad, Bryce Remsburg felt the need to go back and put the turnbuckle pad back on. He's like, I need to I need to do this. But while he was doing that, Miro that was how Miro was able to kick Kingston in the nuts. Yeah. Which was nice, but before we get those, there. Redeem those nuts for sure with that kick. Um no, that's not. I think I'm a little mixed up. Anyways, um, <laughs> but he was going to to put the the turnbuckle pad back on, and that's when Kingston hit him with the DDT to yeah, pin him. He did the and Bryce Rensburg. He was he late back coming back. The DDT. Yeah, yeah, he was late coming back, so he would have beat him. But because he was trying to put the the pad back on, he only got the two point nine 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 nine, and then. When Mir- when uh, Kingston then went to throw uh, Miro into that exposed turnbuckle, once again, Goody Two Shoes Bryce Rensburg got in the way. He's like, "No, no, no! Like you can't do that!" And then there's a mule kick to the balls, mm-hmm. uh, and Miro went. Did did Miro win with the game over? I don't think he did. No, he won with the uh, uh, what is it? Machka kick. I forget what he kicked. You see, I love that because mm-hmm. Eddie Kingston doesn't tap. Yeah. The only time that he's um, given up was against Moxley, and that was with the barbed wire. Yeah, in the mouth. Oh, his eyes. Yeah, his mouth. Yeah, that's right. So perfect, mm-hmm. perfect. We're, they're going to run this back, and Kingston can blame it on Bryce Rensburg. And Bryce Rensburg could even go to bat for him and be like, "Hey, you know what? It was my fuck up that led to this, mm-hmm. that led to Kingston losing." these guys should run it back and then do it in New York. And then he can beat Kingston and then he can beat Miro in New York. Yeah. Like there's, there's enough there to base this off of. And the fact that Bryce Remsburg is amazing because Kingston has so much history with them. Yeah. Bryce Remsburg cut a promo on Kingston at one point. <laughs> um, yeah. Really good stuff. Yeah. This match was awesome. Great way to start the show. Yeah. When it, the show started, I was like, Oh, they're starting with this. But this was, I mean, the crowd was hot for it. They were beating the hell out of each other. It was awesome. Just yeah, and great way to start the show. That near fall by Kingston, like, they sold me. I thought that was mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I thought that was it. Yeah, um, that was so good. Yeah, and, and the match right afterwards, great. Like, it segued nicely into this, though. Maybe you could have split these two matches up because... One criticism you and I did here, but I don't think many people had this criticism, was that these two matches were quite similar. And yeah. that's because they were doing Japanese style of wrestling. Yeah. Two different styles of Japanese wrestling, but like like you could uh fr- from the same source material. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um if, Yeah, I imagine if you don't watch a lot of Japanese wrestling, it probably looks similar but very different. Yeah. So like they they the Venn diagram covers a lot of the same things. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so like back to back uh, for somebody that isn't 
a huge fan of Japanese wrestling, you might be like, oh, maybe they this is kind of the same thing. So they could have split it up for the North American audience, maybe put something mm-hmm. else in between. But I love this match, too. I I thought it was even better than the uh, for me, at least better than the the Kingston Miro match. Um, I thought Kojima elevated himself to a level I have not seen him at in 10 years. Yeah, he was he looked awesome in this match. He didn't look 50 years old at all. No, I'm always shocked by Kojima. Like mm-hmm. he's in such phenomenal shape for his age. Yeah. Especially like, for a guy that loves to eat bread that much too. <laughs> yeah, like there are guys in Japan that they're wrestling at 50 something years old, but they still look like they're 50 years mm-hmm. old. Like they're in good shape, but like like no, this guy looks like a bodybuilder still. Yeah. It is crazy. Yeah. Like shocking. And yeah, the and these guys had the new Japan style match. Yeah. Which was the Lariats, the the elbow sh- like uh the elbow shots in the in the center of the ring. Mm-hmm. Um Kojima would not allow the fans to be disappointed by the lack of ace. Like, yeah. I did not wish for a second that it was Tanahashi in that ring. So that means this match was a success. Because I was yes, like, oh, for sure. I've never gotten this up for a Kojima match. I was like, this yeah. is fantastic. And he's been posting on Twitter about all the new followers he's getting and like how he's not going to let him down and stuff. That's that's so awesome. I'm so that's, happy for him. <laughs> yeah, I, get, like, I haven't really cared about a Kojima match in a long time. Because he was sort of in the... Uh, in the, the old legends. timers match, if that yeah. makes sense, in New mm-hmm. Japan, like uh, on the lower end of the card, he gets usually an attack he, match, maybe for a television title or mm-hmm. for something, and he'll lose, but he'll he'll have a decent match. But you knew that. But this this was this was awesome. Um, mm-hmm. I thought Moxley gave him a lot. Um, just really cool stuff. Moxley had to beat him with two paradigm shifts. Yeah, which was amazing. They traded the bites, the Moxley head bites. <laughs> yeah, that was on the top rope. The match. Um, Moxley busted open his elbow at one point. Yeah, I, and I was they... about to say I didn't see how that happened, but I just know. I think he just probably just scraped it on yeah. something. It just looked like a scrape that just happened to bleed a lot. Skajima's face is what he scraped it on. But he <laughs> he, he definitely has to make sure that he get gets that cleaned up because he's had mm-hmm. the Staff MRSA on his elbow, I think, mm-hmm. twice. Yeah. Um but yeah, so just fantastic. I thought it was going to be a little bit shorter again, maybe it was about 14 minutes, which okay, a little longer, but it felt like a sprint if mm-hmm. that makes sense, which is cool. Yeah. It shows that it did not drag at all considering that they really didn't do that much aside from just beat the piss out of each yeah. other. Yeah. But those types of matches you don't need to do a lot to No, you don't. It's a it's a very it's a it's an acquired taste. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. But then after the match, so Moxley wins with the two paradigm oh shifts, and then oh music gosh. hits, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, did they swerve us? And Tana's gonna come come out, and I hear the music, and I see on the screen it says the King. I was like, oh no, you guys didn't. Yeah, the the <laughs> first note that boop, 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 I was sitting in my living room, I was watching it on my laptop. Because my wife was watching TV, and because we had just finished eating dinner, so I sat down and I was watching it, and I was like, I heard it, and I was like, I just yelled, "Oh fuck!" And 
It's like, they're doing it, babe. They're doing it. Suzuki's there, and I showed her on my laptop, and I got all emotional, and she gave me a hug. It was, it was a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Were you wearing your Suzuki shirt last night? No, no I had my butcher shirt on. Oh, yeah. We, we didn't talk about the pre-match. We don't have to. It was a perfect pre-match. It, perfect pre-match. Butcher came back. Yeah, it's so great. I put my that's butcher shirt on. Not thinking that Suzuki. I should have went and put my Suzuki shirt on. But, yeah, just speaking of dudes that are over 50 that don't look like it. Well, he looks like it in the face, but his body doesn't look like yeah. it at all. No, he's he's amazing. Um, so he walks out there. The fans did the Kazane Nare properly. Yeah, he's doing his thing where he hypes him up. and That's got to be cool because in Japan they can't, you know, they're not Yeah, they, he hasn't heard it in two years. Over a year, yeah. Because <laughs> they even shut down before we did. Mm-hmm. Like before it was even considered a pandemic. Yeah. Uh, so worldwide he, pandemic they he hasn't heard it in forever yeah for a and long so, long time so that was cool yeah. for him mm-hmm. um i'm always happy when uh when i hear non-japanese people uh they get it they mm-hmm. know what to do in that situation i'm always a little worried <laughs> um but no they get in there they, they they do the standoff they're both smiling they're really happy they're just laughing and smiling like um, and then they just start trading, mm-hmm. and the <laughs> or Moxley hits him with the with the elbow, and then his blood is just all on Suzuki. Uh, Suzuki is such like, a cool visual. It's like that's amazing. And they just trade and trade and trade, and they do this spot where they tease like they're going to knock each other out. That Suzuki's really good at, and then and then Mizu got the got the choke, mm-hmm. which is essentially the bulldog choke, which I which I really yeah. like. And uh, so he chokes him out so that he's unconscious and then hits him with the gotch pile driver, which he held him up for a while Mm -hmm. in it and smiled at the hard cam, like between his legs. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, just a beautiful moment. So, because I, you know, we know he's going to be in the States for a while. And we even talked about it here. Like, they got to bring him in at some point. I didn't expect him. I knew he he got here on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't expect him to come this early, though. No, but. I it's funny I knew he was coming but I did not think he'd be I did not think he would be at all out and I did not think it would be to face Moxley me I thought it would be with Archer Archer yeah yeah which they could still do too but because uh I mean we could go over now later on in the show they announced that Wednesday in Moxley's homecoming show it's him versus Suzuki so yeah they they can get that out of the way do the have their rematch and then uh Suzuki can help out Archer with Dan Lambert and all them Oh yeah, speaking of Dan Lambert, in the pre-show as well, mm-hmm. um, he was up in the rafters with, he brought the UFC guys again. He had Orlovsky, Dos Santos again. He brought back uh, Bad Motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what he, yeah, BMF. And he and he was with the uh, Men of the Year again. And he did a, his usual thing, and he said that they will make their presence known. He and he made it sound like all five of them would. Yeah. So I was like, okay, you, you, they piqued my interest a little bit there. I still am not crazy about Dan Lambert's. I think he, it's not really getting over. So I don't want them to lean too heavily on him. I want them to maybe lean on the guys a little bit more. But once the, once that solidifies like is it going to be archer and moxley and 
That'd be cool. And That'd be really Mizzou cool. And and bring in Tana, and then they can face those guys. Yeah. Oh, that'd be really cool. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, yes. So yeah, this that was just such a moment. And had the show ended there, I would have been extremely excited. But we got so much more. <laughs> As if it's a complete afterthought by the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Like how fucking crazy is that? Yeah. Oh, anyways, on to the uh, Britt Baker versus Statlander match. And I I don't know if I'm higher than most people on this match. I thought this was one of my favorite women's matches ever in AEW. Like, I thought this was phenomenal. I thought Statlander killed it, like, easily her best match. Yeah, this match was a phenomenal. long shot. Yeah. I don't know if I liked it better than... Uh, Brit versus Rosa from their uh, lights out match, but this match was really good. Yeah, it's up there for me, man. I thought mm-hmm. I was just, I, it could have been after just riding that wave of Suzuki. Yeah. And but th- uh, this match, not, not taking any, this match was phenomenal. Like, just, um, this was a main event caliber match. Like, they both just worked their asses off this whole match. Yeah, I thought Statland, this was the, easily the best Statlanders ever looked. And I thought mm-hmm. she was outclassing Baker like heavily in yeah. the first two thirds of this match, like just, just dominating Britt Baker. And we're talking kayfabe, not that she looked better. Um, mm-hmm. Like just like she was controlling the match, like with power moves and like reversals. And it only turned around. She went for the, uh, for the area four fifty one. And Britt Baker rolled out of the way, so she mm-hmm. splatted on the ground, and then, and then they battled for they battled for the lockjaw at one point, and fucking Statlander just stood up with her yeah. on her shoulders, picked her up into like a an electric chair drop. I was like, oh, <laughs> that yeah, was, I haven't seen an electric chair drop since the video games. That yeah. was always a move I used. Yeah. Um, we and saw Statland- get animated in this. It's nuts. Oh yeah, <laughs> this was so good. And what led to it was really cool. Um, like just a brutal, like two brutal spots here. Statlander went to do her like pendulum moon moon salt off the off the apron, mm-hmm. where there's not a lot of of airtime there. And Britt moved, and she just splat right yeah. on her face on the ground. And then Britt did a jumping curb stomp off the stairs onto the ground and then that's where uh you can see orange cassie standing there and he's getting upset as the count's going Mm -hmm. and it gets to about five or six he takes off the glasses and he's just yelling get in the fucking ring yeah get in the ring i was like oh shit oh and the crowd popped yeah popped for a guy screaming (laughs) i was like that's i love it Mm-hmm. I thought that was amazing, and she gets back in the ring. They had there, there's a cool uh, submission attempt by Statlander, and then um, Britt Baker's able to kick out of it. Gives her a bunch of like vicious boots to the face, like like it's like she ran into Suzuki in the back. She's just like, mm-hmm. hey, watch this, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just like just destroying. Um, Statlander's face in the corner, and then she goes up to the top rope, 
and hits a Panama sunrise yeah, into a curb sunrise. stomp for a near yeah. fall. And I was like, ooh, that Adam Cole hint. Mm-hmm. I love it. And I love that she's the one that's the only person who's been teasing Adam Cole. Yeah. Other than the Bucks, but in on the shows. Mm-hmm. And then she got the near fall there. But instead of getting up and like getting frustrated, she's just like, nah, I'm just going to roll her right up into the into the lockjaw. And Statlander was out again. No tap. She 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 went out. I love it Mm -hmm. because she's bigger. Yeah. So she should pass out. She should not be tapping. I like Mm -hmm. that. Um, I find that people passing out really, really preserves them a lot. Yeah. So. Yeah, I thought this, honestly, this match was like fucking five stars. I don't care. (laughs) I loved every second of it. And this was the first match you watched with me. So that could have been it as well. My my hype was was getting up there by this point. Yeah, this was such a good match. And yeah, Britt Baker has really just proven time and time again that she's one of the biggest stars in the company with each week which is kind of crazy to think because I remember when she first came in, even I wasn't very high on her. I was like, I, I mean, I, I can see it, but I don't. But now she's like legit one of their top stars. And it's awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she is. She's proof that if you keep putting um, people on TV, they will improve. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in front of all the big crowds. Yeah. And uh, like when I was talking, I was talking about... Uh, the well, I was talking about the representation earlier. They need to, they do need to have more women on the on the show, and there are some women that, when they're not on the show as often, they tend to suffer a little bit. Mm-hmm. And Britt's a perfect example of you kept putting her out there, and she worked, and she worked, and she worked, and now she is at a level that we didn't even think was possible. And even now, she has matches where, like, she falters a little bit every once in a while. Like that uh, Nyla Rose match. Mm-hmm. It's like, you, you gotta get them out there. You gotta get them out there and work in and, and yeah. get those reps in. For sure. Okay. So, this next match, it's it's even, it's hard to talk about this next match. Yeah, because this it one's is, so nuts. <laughs> it, it's, it's an insane match. Like they, they did a, this was Lucha Bros versus Young Bucks. This is one of the best tag matches I've ever seen. And it's one of the best tag matches that uh, has ever been on AEW. Yeah. But it's in, it's in stark contrast to the, to the incredible revolution match from two years ago against Kenny and Hangman and also the FDR match. Yeah, that they had that was also incredible, but um, very very different because this is in a cage and it's uh, it's a completely different beast. Yeah, this match was got pretty brutal towards the end. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. The only thing that this match lacked, which wasn't the fault of the match, was there wasn't a ton of build. Mm-hmm. Like it was, they are in the shot, they're in there, but my god, the intro to this match, the entrance. Mm-hmm of the Lucha Pros was probably my favorite entrance of all time. So Mikey Ruckus, he, well, we don't know it's Mikey Ruckus yet. We see Mm -hmm. these like druids out there standing and it looks like it's about to be a church service. 
and then the like a live rendition of the Lucha Bros music hits. Yeah. Mikey Ruckus takes off the robe, and the uh, the guy who makes all the music for AEW is out there rapping. And I was yeah. like, "This is the coolest thing." There's uh, like the druids all of a sudden oh shit they've all got luchador masks on and they're dancing um then this a mexican rapper comes out named Wellis de gallo and he starts uh and he starts rapping the bulk of the song and i was like this is the coolest thing i've ever seen yeah and then the lucha bros come out in like traditional mexican headdresses and they're yeah they're dan- i was like oh my god this Looks is like- significant Looking like Aztec <laughs> warriors when they came out is awesome. I was like, this is significant. Uh, and like, we looked at each other. I was like, oh shit, the Lucha Brothers yeah. have to win, don't they? They have to. Imagine if they didn't win after that. That would have been. It would be a travesty. Been, yeah. <laughs> the crowd was firmly behind them, too. Yeah, they want it, man. People mm-hmm. have been begging for Lucha Brothers to win the championship to get their flowers in mm-hmm. AEW for a long time, and they haven't been able to. And after this match, I told you, I was like, I think that at least for the past year and a half, that's been because they wanted to do it in front of fans. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you don't want to, you don't want the Lucha Brothers to have this match in an empty arena. Because yeah. what's even the point? You you don't yeah. want to kill yourself for nothing. Yeah, if this case, if this happened in an empty arena, that would have been a, a travesty. But yeah, this was just... Oh my gosh! I don't even know how to like describe what happens in this. Well, I mean, I just have to. I just have to talk about the lasting images that we Mm -hmm. have of this match, and one of them was the Young Bucks going back to their most famous match in their PWG days and bringing out the shoe with the uh, with the the thumbtacks on the bottom. Yeah, they did the thumbtack shoe spot, which (laughs) Brandon tossed it all the way over the. Yeah, that was a good throw. Because <laughs> he, yeah, he right had it in a bag. Matt caught it. <laughs> he tossed it all the way over the cage, which is so tall, which I mm-hmm. loved. It's massive. Um, Matt puts that shoe on and just rips the faces of Penta and Phoenix apart. Yeah. Which uh, at first I was like, oh, how are they going to do blood with guys in masks? And apparently what you do is prior to blooding them up, you rip their masks apart. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then you just destroy them. And Penta's face looked like he looked like a Mortal Kombat character that had received a fatality. Yeah, he did. He looked like somebody had removed his face and it was just mm-hmm. the skull underneath. It was all red and he had his white contacts. So, oh my God. So disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, they did the super kick spots, which I knew was coming because the. Uh, the Lucha Brothers had been relying heavily on super kicks for the past few weeks leading up mm-hmm. to this match, so I thought that was cool. Um, the final flurry of this match had me spinning because I thought for sure the Lucha Brothers had it won when they did the assisted package pile driver, and then when the Bucks um, broke up the pin, my heart just fell. Yeah, I was, I was hoping. I was like, "Oh God, please don't." Let that be their... It was like, oh god, no. The Lucha Bros are going to lose. And I'm so upset right now. Um, But that wasn't to be the case. Ray Phoenix goes up and does 
a fucking crossbody off the top yeah. of the cage, which that's like 30 fucking feet in the air. Yeah, no, he looked like he's going to fly to outer space or something when he jumped. It was insane. And they got that shot from like far away. They zoomed mm-hmm. out a bit so that you could really see the distance that he got. And then the, uh, and then they get it into their sort of their new variation of the package pile driver. I think it's yeah. a little different. It's like a draping package pile driver now. Yeah. yeah and like... so they did that, um, took out the bucks, and then Pento went outside and gave that uh he embraced his daughters and his and his partner, maybe his wife, I'm not sure. Um mm-hmm. but <laughs> His daughters were crying. They were all upset, and they had his blood on their face. I was like, <laughs> he gave "Kisses with blood." They had blood. It, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> it reminded me of when The Rock destroyed McFoley Mick Mick on mm-hmm. TV with his what in front of his wife and his two young kids, and mm-hmm. they were traumatized. Yeah, like legit. His his wife told him afterwards, like, "We can't do this anymore." Mm-hmm. Like this is this is too much. Um, the kids don't understand, mm-hmm. and I got that impression from this when the kids were like, their dad was covered in blood. Yeah, I saw the dad <laughs> like, get kicked in the face with thumbtack shoe. He looked <laughs> dead, and yeah, I love that. Uh, the Lucha Bros. They, oh yeah, the the Bucks bled in this one specifically. Mm-hmm. Nick Jackson, he got the shoe in his face. Yeah, like they oh, were didn't grinding. Talk about Nick's mustache, either. Oh my god, Nick's mustache! <laughs> he comes out. They he tried to Hollywood Hulk Hogan it, mm-hmm. but he ended up. I don't know. It looked like just the coloring. It looked like it was shaved, and he looked like the guy from Reno Scum. Yeah, <laughs> he looked eighty five years old. Yeah, yeah. And when he walked he, out, I think I remember saying, "Why does he look like that?" <laughs> I was like, "Why does he look like a?" cartoon character of an old man i mm-hmm. i don't understand um yeah but he bled a gusher too because uh lucha bros got hold of the shoe and just like just like pin cushioned his face with it mm-hmm. like slammed it into his face and i've never seen the blocks the the blocks i've never seen the bucks bleed like that yeah that guy so did that too was... i'm surprised he didn't bleed but i don't know if i've ever seen him bleed so maybe he, did. he got he, he got a little bit i know yeah. uh i know his wife doesn't really like him to do these matches mm-hmm. or that spot i know that uh when he kicked candace loray in that yeah. same spot in pwg his wife told him never again mm-hmm. so is his didn't. wife still in charge of the merch or um, she was in charge of before probably i know she does their gear okay i don't know why i just thought of it <laughs> but <laughs> she's probably she probably helps design it Mm-hmm. I don't. She's not making it, obviously now, because it's at. Uh, it's all through pro wrestling tees. Mm-hmm. Okay, so is there anything else you want to say about this match? I should. Uh, we should got a, a little more talking. Top rope destroyer wasn't oh, off top yeah. of the cage like I had been predicting the whole time, but that might have been Good. way too dangerous Good, with how though. tall AEW's cages are. Yeah, uh, but we saw t- uh, destroyer from the top rope, which was awesome. Yeah, this. You just have to go see this match. Definitely match of the year or up there. It's up there. Know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It was uh, just the brutality of it. Cause you know, we're they're 
both these teams are known for their flying, but they were just beating the hell out of each other this match. And it's just, it's like a cool, I don't even, because they've had a ladder match now and the cage match. I don't even know what else they can have a match for against each other, but they'll find a way to top this someday. But like, I love the rivalry. I love uh, Nick and Phoenix always trying to do outdo each other. There was one spot where they were on the apron and uh, Matt and Pinta both package pile drive each of the other brothers while they were staring at each other. Mm-hmm. on the apron in between the cage which was awesome yeah it's just go out and watch this match if you didn't uh, the, like it. you you can talk about each move for days mm-hmm. like uh like matt did like a corkscrew cutter at one point mm-hmm. i've never seen him do that yeah or they have so many moves that they they can put it on the shelf for a while and then break yeah. it out like months later and you're just like that was new <laughs> oh, there's one other spot I liked a lot where Phoenix, you know, he does the wrist control, slaps your chest, and then he usually runs up and does like a, a head scissors. Yeah. And then so Nick was copying him, and they both met on the top rope. So Phoenix just uh, top rope her at him. Like as they met up on top, Phoenix said, fuck it, and then just grabbed him. <laughs> it was it was a blur, man. I, I mm-hmm. it's so fun. So yeah. fun. Yeah, and it's crazy they the the crowd was so into this match. I was a little worried that it's like they put this in the middle, like this could really deflate the whole crowd, but it didn't. Well, here's the thing. This is where I talked about the layout of the show was perfect because mm-hmm. the next match was the Casino Battle Royale. Perfect placement for the next match. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of a bit of a come down match. You don't have to be up for all of the Casino Battle Royale. It, it ebbs and flows. Yeah, every, um, what, two minutes you get excited for, and then the end, of course, you get excited for. But, yeah. Yeah, you can kind of, and you can kind of sit on your hands for a bit until the end, which is good. Mm-hmm. You, you pop when the people come out, then you sit back down again. Um, yeah, I thought this was their best casino bo- battle royale yet. I still don't love the format, because I find that the most exciting thing about battle royales or is what the Royal Rumble does. The timer hits, you don't know who's coming out, it's a surprise. Yeah. You pop for that. That's the joy. And they kind of take that away. Mm-hmm. Like the the in ring isn't really what people are there for. Yeah. Um at least yeah, that's it was good towards the end. I really like I did really like how these stories played off each other. I thought that was cool. Um a nice moment I really liked when uh I th- I think it was uh I it was either Kira Hogan came in after Diamante or Diamante came in after Kira Hogan and they're they're in a relationship outside of AEW mm-hmm. and uh Kira Hogan rushed to Diamante's aid and they mm-hmm. they double teamed somebody but like yeah. in kayfabe people don't know that yeah and they've never seen each other in AEW they've never interacted I thought that was really good that's um, cool that that was cute mm-hmm. um. I love that the Swole versus Diamante story has carried over. That's been on Dark. That needs to be on Dynamite. Uh, yeah. This is what I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, I love that even when they both got eliminated, they just kept fighting. Yeah, the they back. just kept fighting to the back. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a forever rivalry between those two, and it's been really good. Swole's a fantastic talker. This needs mm-hmm. to be on TV. And man, when she came out, that crowd loved chanting Swole. They love her, man. You got to get that on TV more. Swole's beloved, man. Mm-hmm. Put, put that woman on TV. 
She's yeah, Sean great. Ross Sapp even said that the Diamante Swole thing is uh, the live action Peter Griffin versus Chicken thing. He's always <laughs> yeah. wanted in it's wrestling. A, it's the forever few. they see each other yeah. and they just brawl. Yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, Penelope Ford, I thought was a standout in this match. I thought she was. This was some of her best work, mm-hmm. which was great. Ty Conti was really good, and she now has a rivalry with Penelope Ford, which is nice. Um, Anna Jay was there. That was cool. She teamed up with Ty Conti for a bit. Um, I didn't love how quickly Sheeta got eliminated from the match. I think they've really been doing poorly by her lately. Yeah, she held the belt through the whole pandemic, and she hasn't been on TV, and then she got eliminated super quick from here. It's It's a little disrespectful, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, Same with Riho. Well, we're at it. I didn't even see Riho get eliminated. I just heard people booing and saying, we want Riho. She got eliminated camera. off camera. Like, they didn't catch it. They can't do my girl like that. No, it's <laughs> it's weird. Because, mm-hmm. I don't know, Kenny makes sure that they're in there. He makes sure that they get a push, and then they're not really used. It's it's mm-hmm. strange. Um, yeah. But she has like si- match, but... she has been sick though, so it might be that she's not a hundred percent. Yeah, it wasn't her. She didn't she's have from the vaccine. Right? Yeah, she got uh, she got effects from she got uh, adverse effects from the vaccine. Mm-hmm. She had a reaction to it, so it could have been that she has been under the weather and she just uh, just needed to get in there, get a little. A, a bit of her stuff in but yeah she got eliminated like quick mm-hmm. quick quick yeah. um jade looked cool but green um yeah nyla rose was the biggest monster in the match as she should be um mm-hmm. the big story though was the the joker was ruby soho and if you looked at her face when she walked out She's about to cry. It's beautiful. Yeah, to see. She, you could see it. she mouthed like, "Wow!" Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like big deep breath. Um, she she never had that in WWE. Yeah, she came out there and they presented they presented her as a heel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she looked which, awesome too. Her ring gear. I mean, she's obviously very punk, but she looked like all her gear was super punk. It looked awesome, and they they got the she, the rancid song. Which I've I've heard people saying it was gifted to her from yeah. Rancid, so that's Lars cool. is a huge wrestling mm-hmm. fan. Yeah, he just gave it to her. He's like, "Fuck it." Yeah. Oh, apparently her name was his idea. Oh, that's cool too. Like that's he's really like, cool. "Do Ruby Soho take the song?" Mm-hmm. Like, damn man, that's, that's so cool. cool. That's cool. The crowd was singing along because it's a super popular song, but and it, it's easy yeah, to it's, sing too. Yep, it was just such a just a fucking wonderful moment. I had to cuss in there. I'm sorry, but <laughs> oh, whatever. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Shitty yeah. fuck, fuck. Um, what was it? Um, yeah. So then she gets uh, the final three. It's uh, it's Ruby Soho. It's uh, Thunder Rosa, who I thought was going to win, and and Nyla Rose, who's there to make them look good. Yeah, who so, wore a mystique from the X Men outfit too, which was awesome. Which is very awesome. Um, she even had blue fishnets on too to like. To the blue skin, which was shout cool. out to her partner who makes those. Um, yeah, oh, I think before we get all the way to the final, yes, one story note, uh, Rosa, not Rosa, uh, Nyla Rose. I get there whenever I'm talking about both of them. I oh, and Jade, Nyla Rose eliminated Jade, which was cool because they'd been teaming up, so there's story there too. Yeah, they're gonna have a match, which is gonna be awesome. 
mm-hmm. it needs to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, for me, this whole match is like, okay, you can see all the different branching storylines happening mm-hmm. here. Like these are all storylines you can put on TV. It's there. It's over. People like it. People will watch it, especially now you're not up against any show. You're not going to lose ratings. No. So just put the women on TV. You're not going to lose especially the ratings. Especially if they have stories, too. And, like, right now the big stories, you could do Nyla in Jade. And then there's the Anna Jay, Ty Conti, uh, Bunny, and Penelope story. All four of them got good reaction. Like, yeah, there's tons yeah, you can do. Yeah, Swollen Diamante has a good yeah. reaction. All you have to do with them, seriously, every episode, when you do backstage sex, just have them brawl by <laughs> for like a couple <laughs> weeks. <laughs> yeah, like when uh, when they have a match, just have them brawl out to the ring. Yeah, yeah, they don't even get interested. They just fight out to the ring. They don't even really care about the match. They just keep fighting. They go backstage and then throughout They're that like show, those just... like tumbleweed looking drawings, yeah. with like the, <laughs> yeah, the swear the word and the fists yeah. coming out. Yeah, good shit. Yeah, there there's so many stories in this. I loved watching it. I was I was just looking around and seeing all these miniature stories happening around the ring. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Well, there it is, guys. It's right there's your women's universe." Yep. Right there. Just build on it now. Um, yeah, the final 3, we got Thunder Rosa, Ruby Soho, and Nyla Rose. That's where we got before I interrupted you. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's fine. Um then they eliminated Nyla. I can't remember how. Doesn't matter. Um then Yeah, I don't either. I know they both teamed up to do it but yeah ruby and thunder rosa went at it it was amazing they had the yeah. little standoff at first because you look at it and you're like ah oh, the future of the division and you're like wait future of the division is is baker and mm-hmm. statlander and like they've got so many stars now yeah like they've yeah. got three legit people that if you put the belt on them now you couldn't argue against it mm-hmm. yeah and the crowd's going nuts when Soho and, and uh, Rosa stand off. You get the dueling chance. Love it when that happens. The let's yeah, go really Ruba, good. Uh, Ruby Soho or however they did it. Oh right my now. God. I think it was within this match. There was a, we want Tessa. No, we don't. <laughs> yeah, we want Tessa. Match. No, we don't. Yeah. It's before the Joker came out. I don't know who started chanting that, but that, that, that I don't think that's going to happen. But that was very, I mean, there's rumors she's going to WWE again. So who knows? She shouldn't be going anywhere, but no, she shouldn't. But if they want to shoot themselves in the foot some more, go ahead. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, they did the fantastic. They, fought, they, but, they both went over the rope, fought on the apron for like a minute or two, which I always love when uh, Battle Royals in that way because yes. anything can happen. Which also Good makes stuff. me nervous too, because like, say Ruby slipped or something beforehand and fell out. I thought <laughs> she touched the ground when she was dangling. Oh, yeah, she did uh, that. Yeah, I'm always nervous with that, but mm-hmm. they know not to show it. Yeah, they know to game. like frame it at their knees mm-hmm. so that yeah. you, so if they did, they can recover. Mm-hmm. Um, she did her uh, her kick that she does. Um, then she ended up getting the win. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. There's a gif where she looks. She looks up at Bryce afterwards and she goes, hi, Bryce, and gives him a big hug. Because, again, yeah. everybody knows fucking Bryce Ransburg. Yeah. They're all good in, friends with them. Indie, indie ref, like, galore, or uh, supreme. But, yeah, that her, re- yeah, I love her reaction at the end when she said, hi, Bryce, and they hugged each other. Like, that was just the pure joy on her face was just really awesome to see. 
Yeah, I the whole, whole crowd singing Ruby Soho and she's crying and it makes me want to cry. It's just beautiful. Yeah, it's good shit, man. So it's, um, it's okay and, to have positive things happen in wrestling. Yes, and it it'll be, f- and it she will be fine when she loses to Britt Baker. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. She's, She'll be she's totally already fine. She's already a star. She was a star before she went to WWE. Heidi Loveless was her name. Yeah. She was amazing, and she can she can help out Britt a lot. And then when she loses, you know, just don't keep her off TV. Just have her feud with a lot of your younger talent, and then have her help them out. And then there you go. And plus, I want yes. to see her versus uh, Rosa in like a full match because that'll be awesome. Oh yeah, it'll be it'll be great. It'll be great. It'll be good. Love it, love it. All right. So the now on to the Chris Jericho versus MJF match. And for me personally, this was one of the I don't want to say down moment in terms of in in a pejorative, like mm-hmm. in a negative way. I meant down in that. The pace lowered. Yeah. We, the we heart were, rate lowered. Yeah. We were talking about it when we were watching it. Like, this match is a lot slower than the other matches until it wasn't. But it started out really slow, which is fine. You know, you got to build. Matches need to have a build. You can't just, I mean, you can't just go balls to the wall, but then those aren't. Yeah, it, it's a buffet. You're going to, you're going to get that slow match in AEW as well with the yeah. psychology and with the slower pace. And it's mm-hmm. Chris Jericho. So please don't gas him out yeah um, yeah you got to start him out slow because if this would have been the pace of the last like five or so minutes of the match then he might have died and it really would have been the end of jericho's career but, and yeah so like for a little bit like uh like this was where i took a breath and i maybe didn't pay as much attention to it mm-hmm. for that reason um so but again perfect perfectly paced because people were just popping for ruby soho mm-hmm. and now they're sort of they got lowered down. Oh, Chris Jericho came out to the ring being played to the ring by his Fozzy guitarist, which was kind of cool, but it also... It's kind of cool, hard. but I also couldn't hear anything besides the guitar. Well, <laughs> well the fans uh, didn't know how to sing to it. Yeah, they didn't give him time to prepare this time, so it didn't work It didn't work out as well as the first yeah. time. They should have they definitely karaoke'd it up on the screen. And he was playing as if he was like playing the words yeah he's playing the the vocal harmonies so that messed up the fans they didn't Mm -hmm. know what to do um but it was cool i liked the visual of it i thought mjf's entrance was like legendary oh fuck i forgot that was amazing he started out with the old school y2j 10 countdown somebody's calling me on my phone sorry uh is that right uh y2j 10 countdown uh, 10, 9, 8, and I was like, oh, are they going to, like, did he talk to Vince to get his, like, classic music? Because I know him and Vince still talk, so I, yeah. I really thought, I was like, maybe Vince let him use it, and then it's, uh, when it got to zero, it's a Jericho's last match. <laughs> and Jeff <then MJF laughs> came out dressed like a like a king. <laughs> it looked like Corella DeVille. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I saw people on Twitter say, like, how many uh, Dalmatians did die to make his wrestling robe? It Just was... That, that was my favorite of his uh, entrance gear so far. Yeah. I the, loved that one. The last pay-per-view he was on, I did not like his entrance gear at all. Oh, it's normally, he does it on purpose. Like mm-hmm. the tackiest, ugliest looking stuff that would be expensive. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah. about looking expensive, not looking good. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, that that as soon as it flipped to Jericho's last match, because the crowd's like, 
they're like ready to pop for the Y2J. Yeah. They're like, oh, and then he says Jericho's last match. You just hear him go, oh, like in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> like they did what people, some people wanted him to do for CM for Punk, Punk. Uh-huh. where the um, cult of personality plays and out comes MJF. That would have been a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. However, it is a good idea for a heel to do that spot. So him doing it to uh, uh, Jericho was brilliant. I loved mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah, the match was. Uh, it had. It had. Oh, sorry, I got a shiver there. <laughs> it had a really good look. I just started. I was like Eddie Guerrero there. I was just <laughs> shimmying. Um, I. Uh, Sorry, it had really good, like low key storytelling of MJF selling his back, like really smart. There mm-hmm. was one part earlier. Oh yeah, Jericho, he power bombed. He did the pop up, uh, Kevin Owens pop up power bomb mm-hmm. on the apron, and I was like, oh damn! And MJF really sold his back for that. Yeah. And then uh, there was another part where MJF did like a like a top rope liger bomb or like a sit down yeah. power bomb on his tailbone and he just screamed and held mm-hmm. it. like he took he took it as hard as Jericho did and as soon as that happened I was like ah Jericho's going to tap him out with the walls of Jericho mm-hmm. nice yeah yeah it's after <laughs> Jericho cuz Jericho's been doing that tin punch to the top rope hurricanrana yeah and this time MJF finally countered it into the the liger bomb yeah but we, uh MJF also hit Jericho with a Heat seeker, but instead of going inside the ring, they were out on the apron. Which oh, that's why it looked so brutal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that is where the match picked up. Yeah, as soon as he did that, because then he tries to do the acai moon salt, dodges Jericho dodged it. Ran then MJF ran at him. And that's when he hit him with the. Power oh, that's when he hit him with the, the power apron. bomb. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and then the the match ended. Air quotes when. Uh, I don't know how the ref got distracted, but MJF grabbed. I think Wardlow came out. Oh yes, Wardlow came out, distracted the ref. MJF which Wardlow grabs, got a huge pop, which was awesome. <laughs> MJF grabs Floyd the Bat, hits Jericho with Floyd, and <laughs> was it Jr. said, "Oh my God, uh, Floyd's turned on Jericho." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "That's one of the funniest things I've That's ever." That's hilarious. Heard. That was yeah. a really good call, and then he hits mm-hmm. him with Judas, and. Mm-hmm. He was right by the ropes. I was like, oh my God, he's going to win. And you and you said before his foot hit the ropes, you said, he's by the ropes. Yeah, and the way he was laying by the, the ropes, I was like, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but Aubrey didn't see it. And there's there's the three count. And, and Excalibur goes, that's bullshit, just on commentary. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, fair play. Um, she didn't see it, so MJF wins. But then another ref comes out, says, no. His foot was on the rope. Um, this before the three count, this match has to continue, or this match has to restart. And they're they're having a conference. She decides that okay, we'll do that. Which there's a precedent for that not happening mm-hmm. in the past. You, However, you, there's also a precedent for the refs hate MJF, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they have screwed him before in match like a uh, Cody. Like way back in his match with MJF, whipped MJF with the uh, 
with the belt and the ref was like you can't do that and cody just said it's fucking mjf he's like okay fine yeah and i think after this too he pushed aubrey which is like, yeah Ooh. but uh my i like my whole favorite part about this whole thing is when the ref comes out and tells aubrey and she turns around and looks, and you could hear her say on the camera, "Was his foot there the whole time?" That made me laugh for some reason. <laughs> and his foot was still there. Just yeah, he, was he never out. took it off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was yeah, out, he and his foot was on the rope, which is <laughs> yeah. funny. He looked looked like a dead body. And yeah, but he then, got hit no, by a car. Jericho was able to win with the walls of Jericho. Um, he almost stepped into the lion tamer, but then he stepped back. I was like, "Oh, he's going to do lion." No, he he should have done it. the lion tamer. Mm-hmm. To be honest, like break yes. it out every once in a while, but because it was like the. Uh, you know, we've been wondering if this is the Jericho retirement tour. Might as well bust out the old school lion tamer. It had to have been bad for people's spines or something. Probably because you're neck. on your face sideways and then he's bending you and then he's got his like foot or knee on your back of your head. Yeah, I can't be so good It's for just that. a Boston crab now. Mm-hmm. Boo. Yeah. Because other people do like weird angle ones. I don't know. Yeah, Statlander has that crazy new one now. Like the tarantula Boston crab. Yeah, and somebody, uh, like, whenever anyone does a cloverleaf, mm-hmm. like, they do it at a weird angle, too. Yeah. Um, anyways, good match. Not yeah. not a great match, but, like, enjoyable. Like, mm-hmm. uh, they nailed it. They did what they had to do. Jericho is going to continue as a wrestler. Um, the inner circle ran out and congratulated him. I was like, oh, I remember you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, you yeah, guys I mean, they've really all been on... around. Except for Hager, they've all been on TV, but not as a group. Yeah, I know. I don't really, I want them to break up. So a little disappointed yeah. in that. I kind of wanted MJF to win just for that reason alone. Yeah, because there's ways you can bring Jericho back to wrestle. So even if he's not. Okay. I am going to hit pause here because I have to pee. Okay. And we are back. Sorry for that. I had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> little boys. Okay. Friends. So next match is was Punk versus Allen. This was CM Punk's back. It was surreal. Uh, what was more surreal is he came out in long in pants. pants. Yeah, it's kind of cursed at first. I was like, "What the hell? I've never seen Punk in long pants before, <laughs> except for jeans." But and I was fine with it because I haven't watched as many Punk matches as many people. But some people couldn't get past it. Which yeah, is funny. I, I saw it at first and I was like. I thought maybe I think you had said too. It's like, what if he has tearaway pants and like he rips them off? And I don't know. He's he's forty two now. Maybe he doesn't feel like going out in his underwear. Maybe, maybe he's like, my legs are a little smaller than they used to. So that could be, could be. He's got to get back on leg days, do some calf raises and stuff. Exactly. There you go. Um, yeah, I thought this match was uh, like a really good contrast of the like slow, methodical punk. Mm-hmm. And slow methodical punk because he's getting his feet wet again. Yeah. Like very similar to the Christian Cage story that mm-hmm. he told over time. Like I thought like a lot of parallels between those two guys here. Um yeah. versus Darby Allen trying to speed him up and get and gas him out. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, that was yeah. definitely the story they were telling. Darby's uh short film was real weird. He jumped out of a helicopter before the match <laughs> started. <laughs> It's like, oh, Darby died before the match. Oh, <laughs> all right. Um, I it was funny. Right when that happened, I said, uh, or as it was airing, I said, and then he uh, he coffin drops the body bag from the, and then he jumped. I was like, oh, yeah. he 
did. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of hoping they would have somehow said it where he came down from the ceiling, but I don't know how you do that. <laughs> no, that would uh, that would upset too many people, I think. Yeah. yeah A little Owen sure. Hart. Yeah, true. But yeah, he came out and hugged Sting. I like that. That was nice. Hugging his dad. <laughs> Thanks, dad. Yeah, his dad told him, you got this, and then CM Punk comes out, the police goes nuts, finally get his clobber in time, whole crowd chants it. Yeah, CM Punk looked, he looked appropriately nervous mm-hmm. in the match. Like he's trying to get his sea legs. Um, yeah. There's, and um, I'm, I know 1000% they knew what they were doing when they did this. Um, uh, Darby Allen goes for, it was either a hip toss or like a, you're talking a about the arm drag? Yeah, the, the arm drag. The arm drag. And he does the little like, Head taut, like mm-hmm. head tilt, and like the ah, good, good job, kid. Yeah, and that is that is Bret Hart with the one, two, three, kid. Yep, yeah, yeah. I was gonna like bring that fr- up. frame for frame. Yeah, and I know, I know, CM Punk's a huge Bret Hart mark, so I'm pretty sure he wanted to pay tribute because I, I, I saw a longer video where they did um, the spot where CM Punk does the kitchen sink, the knee lift in the stomach. That was yes. also in that. That was also in that match. So I think he wanted to pay a couple tributes. He was to also, I believe, he was wearing a Bret Hart shirt just recently. Yeah, on yeah, TV I'm, or in an interview. I remember WWE his last heel turn. He his first match after he did his heel turn, he wore Bret Hart trunks and like style trunks and stuff, saying like uh, only one man commanded as much respect as me or something. And then he wore Bret Hart colors. So mm-hmm. yeah, he. Uh, and I think it was an interview or something. He wore a Bret Hart shirt, like on AEW TV. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he remember Bret Hart presented the AEW title. The, yes. The first time. Upside <laughs> down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Bret some, some slack, but yeah, this match, I was, I this match was Bret great. Hart. It was, it was slow paced when it needed to be. And then Darby would try to speed it up. And then punk being the much larger competitor would slow it back down. Uh, the only gripe I have is uh, you could definitely tell when punk was calling moves. He's got to get oh, back in the habit. Huh? Yeah. I, I saw there was one. I saw him talking. I, I generally don't notice that even when people say it's egregious. It's just mm-hmm. not. I guess it's not something I'm looking for. I'm not looking at their face, I guess. Yeah. Um, there was one part where he took. He took a, a big bump on the outside and he was lying on the ground. And you could see he was talking a lot. When he was lying mm-hmm. there, but it didn't look like he was talking to anyone in particular. It almost looked like he was trying yeah. to psych, psych himself back out, like, "Oh God, you got this! Oh God, you got this!" Yeah, <laughs> kind of thing. The, the only time I like super noticed it, I just heard solidly people. But the time I super noticed it, he got Darby in like a like a side headlock, and it, you could see his face on the side of Darby's head, but it looked like he was eating his hair because he was talking to him. Oh, okay. That's like, oh, he's just got to get you know that that's something that. It's just whispering sweet nothings to, in his ear. That sort of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought this was uh, this was really cool. There's that really cool spot near the beginning where Darby, he went for like a dive and Punk caught him in the air and almost GTS'd mm-hmm. him and Darby like scrambled out of the ring and then was like on his hands and knees like heaving on the outside mm-hmm. like, oh God, that was almost it. Oh God, yeah. that was almost, I almost fucked this up and he was getting really upset. There himself. was that spot in the early match too, where he punk hit the GTS, but the momentum knocked Darby out of the ring. That was so cool. 
Yeah. Like he, he, I mean, he flew out of the ring too. And Punk looked pissed. Like he reached <laughs> out to try and grab him as he was somersaulting yeah. out of the ring. And yeah. he's like, you know what? I'm going to take the count out because I'm old. And <laughs> yeah, I don't need this shit. <laughs> and he just sat down and waited for Darby to get back in, which I thought was really interesting because mm-hmm. Punk seems like the type of guy who wouldn't want to win like that. But he is an old man. Yeah. Your first match so, back, win any way you can. And the very start of this match, there was a holy shit chant just from two dudes sitting down looking at each other. <laughs> and and one thing, I wasn't sure if I liked it at first, but I, the more the match went on, I really liked it, which was Darby's uh, paint, Body, like yeah. smearing all over the place and getting on top of, getting on Punk, and it got all over Punk's face and on his mm-hmm. chest, and it made his... It got on his hand wraps, so they yeah. were all like black and black. gnarly yeah. looking. Mm-hmm. It just it it made it look like these guys were going through like a war of attrition, mm-hmm. and I really liked that. And that was very much what the match was like. Yeah, and uh, eventually he did hit the go to sleep, and it came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it coming. It's very it was very well done. My my favorite spot of the match was I forget what Darby did to him before, but he goes for the coffin drop. Uh, it takes a little too long. And oh, by the time yes. he does the coffin drop, CM Punk just sits up out of the way and Darby just splats. That was Absolutely. such a... And he smiles. He's mm-hmm. just like, ah, mm-hmm. I knew it was coming. He has that a little crafty veteran, moment. Yeah, that crafty veteran instinct. And then he tried to paint and then Darby goes immediately into his, uh, what is it called? The Last Supper? That like figure four yes. Punk kicks out. I, I was worried there. Mm-hmm. I was worried. Yeah. I was like, don't do this. Yeah. <laughs> like, this isn't the story I want. Um, but yeah, then Punk won. So, but yeah, I liked how devastated Darby was mm-hmm. afterwards. Um, Sting came in, uh, shook CM Punk's hand. They had a stare down, and I was like, I don't think I want to see that match. But I Maybe do like that they had match. that moment. Maybe it's a tag match. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Like, I don't even know who I would want to tag with CM Punk. I know he's mentioned wanting to tag with Brian Danielson. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how much that's a fit, though. Yeah, that's true. But that would be yeah. cool. Yeah. But they, if that's the case, they should roll right through them. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, they, they had their moment, and then Punk helped Darby up. They shook hands, and then CM Punk had his moment. Like, he said something to the camera like, uh, did you have any fucking doubt or something like that? which is awesome. Yeah, and then he flexed and he hyped up for the crowd. One thing I really did like at one point, early in the match, he hit a tilt-a-whirl backbreaker mm-hmm. on his knee and then came up limping mm-hmm. and hobbling, and I was like, we know he has bad knees mm-hmm. or that he's older and not bad knees, he just has 45-year-old knees. Mm-hmm. And, well, um, he said his knees are bad from those Pepsi plunges he used to do back in Ring of Honor. So. Yeah, and that was when he was in his <laughs> 20s. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, and and they noticed it. They're like, "Oh, he's hobbled on his knees and and this and that." And when he uh, and they brought it up a couple times, and like he was limping around, and I was like, "Oh, is he selling? Is he playing the old man? Is it are his knees actually kind of like like this? Is it just sea legs? Mm-hmm. Like he hasn't been in a match in a while? Like he said he wasn't training. Yeah, like he, he training wanted... for wrestling. He was just." training his body. Mm -hmm. So very interesting to see how that goes. Yeah. Um, Because Christian did a lot of that too. 
mm-hmm. when he was first getting it. Like he he looked old and beat up and he couldn't go. And then we saw in this main event, he can fucking go still. Mm-hmm. Yep, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. This was so I, another magical moment on a magical night. Punk's first match in seven years. Just beautiful. Yeah. Good shit. And now I have to consult my phone for the next match. And that was, oh, yes, the, the real best event. match of the night. <laughs> Tall Paul versus QT Marshall. And this is exactly what it sh- should have been. Three matches, like three moves. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly missed most it. of this match because I took my dog outside to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I didn't know this match was coming up. I just, the punk match was over. I was like, let me run him out real quick. And then, you know, dogs sniff yeah. around a lot. Again, but, perfect <laughs> placement. Because mm-hmm. you can't go from the CM Punk match to the main event. Yeah, you just you can't do that to to the fans. They they don't they need a break. Mm-hmm. So this is uh, perfectly placed. This is why this match existed. Um, I don't again. I don't think it needed that much TV time to build to it. If it's just supposed to be a buffer, mm-hmm. but um, you need you need matches like this, especially oh, for, sure. for shows that are like three and a half four hours long. Mm-hmm. You yeah. need matches like this. And it was three matches. He had a big punch. He hit a, I don't know. He hit the big slap. Um, <laughs> he got, he got to slap. hit the big punch on Camarado. Um, he knocked out Aaron Solo. And then he hit the choke slam. It was fun. It was three mm-hmm. minutes. It was, it did not offend me. Yeah, it's it perfect fans, for what it was. The fans love Paul White. They love Big Show. Yeah, so he's such a likable re- guy. How can you not like him? Yeah, it's uh, it was good, and I would I would hope that they would see that and be like, ah, yes, this is what this match was. It's here to to let us have a good uh, breath of fresh air and mm-hmm. feel good about it. <laughs> no Gun Club, which I kind no of thought club. we'd see Gun Club. I'm happy we didn't see Gun Club. Yeah, didn't you didn't it. need to overbook it. <laughs> no, don't overbook this. Mm-hmm. Then we had Omega versus Cage. And this match is really good. I'll confess, I don't have any notes. So we just have to wing it off the top of our heads. Um, yeah, I thought, start like their last match, started very slow. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Kenny looked amazing. I loved the black hair with the blue. Yeah. Came I out. thought his tights were cool. He, he looked, looked cool. very New Japan, Kenny, mm-hmm. to me in yeah. in look, at least. Um, the match, I guess, the match kind of built like a New Japan Kenny match because, mm-hmm. like, it was slow at the beginning, and um, but then it picked up and they were going. They um, Christian teased a top rope um, kill switch, which I was like, oh fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, they teased a. Uh, wait, did they even tease a top rope? Uh, um, one wing, one wing angel, or did we get one? I think we got we one. They never teased it. Yeah, they teased a one wing angel through a table on the outside. Yes, they did we got do the, that. Got an old school Kinney, um The foot stomps. T- the foot stomps on the table they used to do in Japan all the time and stuff because the so Japanese good. tables don't break, so he just bounce off them. This one exploded over Christian. We got Christian spearing Kenny through the table that cut oh, his side open. That Spearing they, himself with the leg? Yeah, because they didn't go through the middle of the table. They just went through the like one side of it where the legs were. Christian cut himself up. I hate brutal. when they do that. Mm-hmm. I don't like when they do table spots 
uh, vertically. Mid- yeah, do it horizontally, guys. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah, like he he was lacerated. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenny, some of Kenny's V triggers were like some of the the stiffest I've seen in a long yeah, time. He straight up hit. <laughs> christian right in the face with a v-trigger like he didn't it wasn't a worked v-trigger <laughs> like he bloodied his face <laughs> and like he hit him with it i was like oh god that i was like how is he so good that he makes that look so real and then you saw christian's face and he was spitting out blood i was like oh yeah <laughs> i was like oh man do we forget that this guy had concussion and neck issues <laughs> yeah um yeah, the V triggers were brutal. Mm-hmm. Like this, ma- the last ten minutes of this match were thrilling. I loved it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not really why people were here, though. No, no, no. Like fantastic match, not why people were here. And I lo- and the bad guys all rush in the ring. Um, mm-hmm. The goons, yeah. the the goofs. Yeah, um, Matt and Nick coming out still selling the cage match. They're all wrapped up yeah. with ice all over them and stuff. Amazing. Um, mm-hmm. They're working over Christian, and Kenny hops on the mic and he he said, and I loved this line. I don't know why I loved it so much. He said, "Was it?" He's like, "Like, oh, how many times do I have to tell you? Do you understand it yet? Do you understand now?" Mm-hmm. And Something about it just seemed. I feel like he said that before. Yeah, like like He's, he said it in New Japan, maybe. Like yeah, it probably. Felt, it felt right when he said that, and then the Jurassic Express runs out, and they're beating down Jurassic Express, and I'm like, okay, so we've heard that Daniel Bryanson's yeah. coming. The we've crowd starts chanting that... yes in anticipation for him. Kitty hops back on the mic, says like, no one can beat me no one alive he's like or that's not alive by the way yeah and then, he said everyone is either in a different company um is retired or alive can beat me mm-hmm. and then the lights go out and adam cole baby yeah. comes on the screens and his new music comes in and they've remixed it so that it still says like here comes the boom or whatever mm-hmm. in the song, which is good. It's a good song. Yeah. And he's kind of, he's walking out and I didn't like, notice this, but it was a really good catch by the Andy Murray on what culture he said, uh, I guess when he was watching it live, he said, look at the shoes. He's wearing Jordans. Hmm. <laughs> so he comes out with and, a new AEW shirt already. Uh, Adam or all elite baby is what it said. Yeah, which is awesome. That's yeah, really funny. They're, they're putting these PWT dudes to, to work. The punk shirts and now there's Cole shirts, shirts, D's nut shirts, and Ruby Soho has a shirt, and it's it's <laughs> too much. Um, yes, he he comes in the ring and just oh, immediately he he the fans know he just does a little he bends his knees a little bit like changes the angle of his hands a little bit and then adam cole baby mm-hmm. and i loved it because it's the exact same hand motion that the fans were just doing for the yes chance yeah yeah so like really brilliant stuff there it's like 
the feud that I mean, I don't want to spoil this because we're not there yet. I mean, but you watched it. Mm-hmm. It's the same hand motion as the yes chance. So fucking so smart. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're look they're looking at Cole. He's looking at them. He looks like he's gonna fight them. And I'm standing there like, I, I don't think he is. And I told you it's like, like Adam. I was like, Adam Cole's gonna come out. And and Daniel yeah. Bryanson's going to come out after, and then they they showed a quick a quick shot of Jungle Boy slowly getting back up, and he super kicks Jungle Boy in the mm-hmm. face, and then the Bucks go oh, and then they give him a hug. Yeah, they, they bring him the, over the hug. They give him a kiss. kiss. Yeah, the the double kiss. Um, if you notice, too, Kenny kissed the back of his head when they were yeah, kissing. Yeah, Kenny kissed the back of his head there, and he's like. He's like, did you think I didn't have this planned? I had this planned all along. This guy's our best friend. (laughs) He's like, all right, well, uh, it's time to. He does his whole, I can't remember. Goodbye and good night. I bid you adieu. adieu. So goodbye, good night. Good night. Bang. And Flight of the Valkyries starts. (laughs) Flight of the Valkyries remixed with a trap beat comes on. And the crowd goes insane. He looks, I mean, I guess it's outside the, outside the state or outside of the WWE. He looks jacked Mm -hmm. in his shirt. Like he looks good, like bigger than I remember him being. Um, He's obviously not taller, but like he looked, he looked thick. He's been having time to work out. He's coming out and the fans are doing the yes chant as he's doing the little sidestep shuffle down. But he doesn't he do the yes chant. He so didn't I... do it himself, so he might not legally be allowed to. Yeah. Which I don't know how you can trademark that, but I guess if they trademarked a they tried the to too sweet hand gesture, they could do that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so he gets in the ring and there's sort of a standoff and um the Jurassic Express is back on their feet. Christian's back on his feet. They're doing the they're doing the standoff eye to eye on either side of the ring, and they and then they go out it go mm-hmm. at it. But of course, Kenny Omega rolled out of the ring. But Adam Cole was in there getting physical right mm-hmm. away. He squared off with Jungle Boy. Um, Which oh, that'd shit. be an awesome match. My computer, of course, is dying again. This happens every time. <laughs> um, this is now a tradition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there we go. I'm good. Okay. Oh, okay. yes. Yeah. So, now I want to see Adam Cole versus Jungle Boy really bad. But yeah, just a surreal moment. Um, Brian Danielson had him in the had him in the corner, and he was doing the kicks to uh, to Nick Jackson. Mm-hmm. The crowd was the craziest I've ever seen a crowd when he was doing those kicks. Mm-hmm how they shot that and the crowd was in it was like do you remember when that famous queen concert when they're all in unison and they're doing the hand claps (laughs) it was like that Mm -hmm. i was like i had to go back just fast forward just to that part again and rewatch that clip is just i need a gif of that just looped Mm -hmm. of him kicking nick jackson and the fans in unison doing the yes chants it was the craziest like the my mind was blown yeah i couldn't get over it and he hit nick with the the big knee i forget the japanese name for it but 
his runny knee lift thing that he does, which was awesome. Didn't see the the LaBelle lock, yes lock, but I'm sure they're saving that. Not yet. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, so then he and the Lucha Brothers, or he and Lucha Brothers, he and Jurassic <laughs> Express and Christian are arm in arm holding their hands up as they go off the air. Mm-hmm. Just, they did the double swerve. It was phenomenal. Yeah. It was they just They debuted like, Cole and Danielson in the same segment. Like, that's some next level stuff right there. <laughs> like, with Ruby Soho mm-hmm. and Minoru Suzuki. Minoru Suzuki, CM so Punk's the, first match back. When all these insiders were saying that All Out's going to have a few surprises, they weren't talking two. <laughs> they weren't talking three. They were talking four. They were talking four. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I lost my mind. I couldn't go to sleep. Afterwards, um, Daniel Bryan sent the fans home happy with a talk, and the talk was basically, he grabbed the mic, he's like, He's like, it's so good be- to be here. AW, let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, he had a top knot too, looking like a mini Brock Lesnar now. <laughs> he really did just look like a shorter Brock Lesnar. Like mm-hmm. he looked yoked. I was mm-hmm. like, holy shit. Look at this dude. Wear small shirts all the time. I'm used yeah. to him in like his big flannels. Yeah, that's true too. They need to, AEW seriously needs to make a Danielson flannel. How yeah, awesome I mean, <laughs> at this point, I could have AEW not bring any more new debuts in for months and they months. They got to cool it now for sure. That's, that's yeah. too much. <laughs> it's, I they can't take anymore. They don't have to. They don't mm-hmm. have, like, it. as as uh, Tony Khan has said, there's full, a full roster doesn't exist, mm-hmm. but they have enough that they truly I don't think anyone would really add to it anymore aside from maybe like some aside from some young people yeah like off the indies sure like you bring in Lee Moriarty sure you bring in Speedball sure you like yes yes to those guys oh for sure but like in terms of like like if they decided to pass on Bray Wyatt I'm cool Which with there's, that. There's still those rumors that he's coming too. So Exactly. If they decide to pass on <laughs> Buddy Murphy, if that's not his destination, I'm cool with it. Mm-hmm. Even Bronson Reed is like, like, would it be great? Yes. Do they need him? Honestly, no. Uh, yeah. Like, I would take it. He'd be like, a good super heavyweight for him, though. No, the, they're, th- these guys are, like, they are net positives. Mm-hmm. But I think like they're quality wise, they're perfect right now. They don't need anything more. They could diversify that lineup a bit, but in terms of like the pieces, it's perfect right now. You don't have to reject it anymore. Mm-hmm. Like think of the main event scene. There's like twenty five people in it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know the, the <laughs> roster's absolutely stacked. It's insane. And this Wednesday we get. So there's pretty big matches this Wednesday. It's crazy. Yeah, and he, um, Daniel Bryanson in the interviews afterwards, he said, uh, he said, I'm not here for the young guys. I'm here to kick their head off. Hmm. He's like, I'm not here to 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 help them. I'm here to beat them. Yeah. He's like, he said, there's some people in here that say that they're elite, and I want to, I want them to prove it. I mean, yeah, 
now that he's not in that WWE system anymore, people are going to see just how good and how technical and vicious vicious he is. Yeah. Like people are in for a shocking surprise (laughs) and a treat. (laughs) Boy. Like, Oh my God. And we've never seen him and Cole. They wrestled once on a SmackDown or like in survivor series. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, it was like before the Survivor Series, NXT invaded SmackDown because everyone was stuck. It was one after one of those uh, yes. Blood Money shows. And it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. everyone but, was like, oh, yeah, maybe we should uh, treat NXT more seriously in the company. And, and then, they stopped. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah. But them going full bore and like a company that'll let them go full bore, that, that match will be insane. Yeah, See, he wants to be let loose, is what mm-hmm. he said. He said, uh, he said that Vince McMahon essentially. Tr- like uh, handle him with baby with baby gloves mm-hmm. and he doesn't want that yeah and you know as soon as uh covid dies down in japan we'll see Daniel going in japan oh yeah he <laughs> wants that's that. like the main reason why he signed with AEW, so he could work, live here and work here still but go to japan when he wanted and adam cole has said that uh it was a very easy decision to well, yeah. end up in AEW. It's... he said that uh so that he loved um, WWE, he said they treated him very well, which they did. They mm-hmm. absolutely did. He was a complete star there. They were gonna, com- they were gonna go completely against their new mandate in order mm-hmm. to keep him, except for Twitch. I know that had yes. to be a big de- deciding factor for him was the Twitch. Yeah, the Twitch Twitch was a factor, but he said like it wasn't hard because he said he has a family and friends, and they're all in one place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Brick Baker works there. The Young Bucks. Are there like, like that's been his family for the past like 15 years all they need longer. now is uh uh steen and generico and then it's like yeah all those dudes are back together <laughs> like when you when you look back was it that uh was it new year's eve or like that that video where he's he's playing with brody jr mm-hmm and he's selling for Brody Jr. and taking yeah. all those moves. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't with WWE at a party. Yeah, he was with AEW at a party mm-hmm. because that's his family. Yeah, like the Bucks and Kenny and all. The, I mean, Kevin Steen, yes, absolutely, and Generico, yes, absolutely. But they were also in different. They were on the different brand. He wasn't necessarily with them. Yeah, that's true. Oh, man. So, yeah, this is... I can't even wrap my head around where they're going with this now. Me either. I kind of love that they took the belt off the... Took the belts off the Bucks, because it kind of frees them up to do this storyline now. Oh, yeah, for sure. And now we can have... Because one thing, no one can ever say anything bad about AW is their tag division. Yeah. And so now this frees up the tag titles to be featured more on TV and matches and stuff. So that's always a good thing. And it's going to play into Andrade and mm-hmm. Pac. Yep. yep. So now Pac that and right Andrade there. are going to be elevated into more of a main event spot as a result, mm-hmm. just For by sure. default mm-hmm. with, with uh, the Lucha Bros. And now the Lucha Bros are going to be elevated which will be yep. nice because people have been like, we need Lucha, Vo- Lucha Brothers to have a more elevated spot in the company. Not even just the belts, mm-hmm. but just on the main card. Yeah. And they, w- they were a lot during the pandemic, but now mm-hmm. they're they're back. And that's yeah. cool. 
And I think when I predict that um, Proud and Powerful are going to go over FTR in New York, then I think they probably challenge Lucha Man, Bros. Yes, those that. matches are going to be insane. And they've saved that. Mm-hmm. They have saved that for us for a, a special time down the road. Yeah. Which is probably November's not that far away. That's when the next pay per view is. Mm-hmm. That's like, oh my God. Just last night's show is one of those moments in wrestling history, like NWO, Austin 316, mm-hmm. Montreal Screwjob, that people will look back on and say, oh, that's when everything changed again. Mm-hmm. It started with Punk, culminated last night. Like this three, how long ago Punk debuted? Mm-hmm. Three or four, three weeks or so? Yep. Like this whole period is just like that big shift. And I'm not I'm not even talking like the, the bullshit war stuff. Yeah. Just the whole wrestling industry in general. This is going to put more eyes on everyone. High tide raises all boats type deal. Yes. It's going to be good for everyone. It's such an exciting time. I had people, just like when Punk debuted, oh, uh, uh, well, they still call him Brian Daniel, but he's back. I was like, yeah, he, he Debuted last night. They're like, oh, that's cool. Sports One Center company's got tweeting. Yep. Sports Center about mm-hmm. Brian Danielson, which is crazy. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's surreal, man. Mm-hmm. It it really is a surreal moment. Like I I could not have been happier. And I was just buzzing until three in the morning and I went to bed. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like I, I lost I lost three hours. Yeah. Like they just disappeared. Yeah. I would. I didn't stay up that late. I stayed up till midnight my time, which is one year time, which yeah. is late for me because I'm yes, such an old man. For you. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't have to work today because of Labor Day, so I just was like I was saying at the beginning of the show, uh, the opposite of doom scrolling, like happy scrolling, just reading everyone's yeah, was, super positive reactions. I was watching reaction videos and stuff, mm-hmm. and I couldn't even finish them all because they were all so long. I was yeah. jumping from one to the next to the next. Mm-hmm. I tried watching some of the. Uh, some of the interviews afterwards, but I don't know. The the quality wasn't amazing on those videos. Like so mm-hmm. some people had their cameras sideways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the some of the audio was a little pitchy. So Yeah, I know there's the big media scrum that Cole uh Soho and Danielson were on that I still need to watch. I haven't watched it yet, but Yeah, they have uh they're aired from different um outlets with their own cameras. Mm-hmm. So that was uh some of them were a little better than others. Okay. But those. same content. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Yeah, I just uh, it was perfect. Mm-hmm. I it's amazing. Yeah. I it's, haven't. It's, uh, it's, it's hard to describe just the euphoria like, of it. A week or two weeks ago, we were looking at this card and being like, "Eh, it's okay. We've got some debuts coming, but the card's okay." And like, literally every match hit what they had to hit, mm-hmm. right down to the pre-show. They just, uh, it was exciting, it was breezy, and it ended in a return. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, and Man. I think, I think we'll leave it there. Yeah, um, we should I don't... say there is one match that we should all be very, well, two matches that we'll, we should be excited for for next week. Uh, Moxley versus Minoru Suzuki on Wednesday, which yeah. is phenomenal. I hope they get a match like 20 minutes because I know it'll make an event because it's Moxley's homecoming. Yes. And then Andrade versus Pac on Rampage. They need to let that match go the whole hour. (laughs) They don't need to set up another Rampage match. Just have that match go the whole hour. They could. 
Yeah, I I would. Uh, I don't know if Andrade can do that yet. That's true. He still. I hope he can. Yeah, but I know Pac could. If he ever <laughs> wanted to silence the critics, yeah, they just have about his now. gas tank. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, very cool. Very, very, very cool, cool time. Wrestling's great. Got nothing else to add besides I was emotional. Yeah, that and was I loved last greatest pay, greatest pay per view ever for sure. Well. I know you love your Wrestle Kingdoms, so do I. Oh, well, yeah, but I really think this is probably my favorite pay-per-view of all time. Like, just in from, terms top, from top to bottom. Yeah. They gave me Minoru Suzuki and uh, Danielson on the, the same show. Like, I can't ask for more. <laughs> <laughs> like, notice that you didn't even say uh, the match return of CM Punk. Yeah, CM Punk came back. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. It's too much. It's too much to handle. Cole came back. I love Cole, too. It's, Butcher came back in the pre-show. I love Butcher. It's too much. It was too much for me last night. You're talking in my spirit, remember? Yes. <laughs> I don't All know right. how these headphones are staying on. Okay. All right. Let's uh let's let's leave it there. We'll see right. you guys not too long from now. Yeah. See ya. Bye.